All right, I'm Ryan. And I'm Jordan. And we are the Country Music Critic. And I tell you what, we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Casey Chestnut. But tonight, feeling colder. Setting tones slowly like never before. Ain't no use looking over my shoulder. Saw the whole of Houston Keep me from losing her When she made up her mind It was over Even Texas couldn't hold her How's it going, guys? All right, how you doing today? Oh, just trying to keep going, man. Trying to keep the momentum. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. We heard Texas couldn't hold her. Big fan, man. I mean, it. I love the fiddle coming in at the beginning of it. Now, is that a song that you wrote? I wish, man. That's a Keith Smith wrote that song. Um, he sends us a bunch of originals every now and then, and that that man, that song just kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. It kind of had everything we were looking for in it. Well, I tell you what, I really like it. I'm. We're from. Um, well, I'm from Cave City, Kentucky. Jordan's from Glasgow, just right up the road, and we will definitely be calling our stations and. Tell them to play it for you. And that's awesome. Not a problem. So now we see here that uh, you started playing guitar when you were 13. Is that correct? Yeah, man. I picked up uh, my brother's guitar. He wasn't really playing it a whole bunch. And I uh, started learning some some Zach Brown songs and my dad's songs and, and the stuff that was really hot at the time. And then it slowly just kind of manifested itself into Texas and Red Dirt Country, really. Right. And I also see that uh, before you were even out of high school, you were playing bars five nights a week. Yeah, man, I was uh, I was running and gunning with it uh, pretty early, as early as I could. Uh, probably doing things I shouldn't have been doing at fifteen and sixteen, but right. <laughs> I mean, partly, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's the best way to get the stage presence, and and that's what I tell people all the time. The world that we live in now. I feel like people can just sit in their living room, sing a song, it goes viral, but you miss so much from playing in the bars. I mean, that's just part of the climb, in my opinion, is, you know, getting your feet dirty, and the best place to do it is in a bar, you know? Yeah, man, I I definitely spent a lot of time in the bars. Um, I was building that base, kind of holding up uh, the ladder I was climbing, I guess, Um, and it, it, it's 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 awesome because say this word to go as far as I wanted to, I could always go back and continue doing that. You know, there was nothing wrong with it. Uh, just the five or six days a week thing kind of got old, but right. You know, the whole point of this is to is to do it uh, a little bit less uh, and and try to make the same amount of money so that you can still enjoy it. You know, it gets a little more feeling like a job after about the fifth or sixth gig. You know, it starts like, damn, when it's just gonna be over. You know, but, right. Now, I mean, is ultimately, there... that's that's what you're doing it for is because you love it. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're not gonna if, if it starts to get you know kind of kind of yeah wearing on you. I mean, what's the point? Yeah, that's <laughs> why we're if trying you're to... not enjoying it. There's, I mean, <laughs> that's why we're trying to t- trying to to do it a little bit less and and, yeah. and make the same amount of money and, and and try to get as many people to listen to it as we can because at the end of the day, we we do love it. I love it. I love doing it. My guys love doing it. Uh, we just don't want to 
you know, we don't want to burn ourselves out too early. Uh, and, but you know, that's what it is, man. And, and there's not, there's not a whole lot of, uh, you know, you got to do it. You got to do it five or six days a week to keep the rent paid and, and the baby fed. And, and uh, man, it, it really takes a toll. Um, but there's, there's times where you got to take some days off and, and uh, I've learned to do that. I've learned to take days off and, and kind of give myself a break, but because usually right. about the, the first, second and third gig I get into that week, I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm excited. And, and I've got all the energy in the world. Uh, so that's, that's where I'm shooting for is to try to try to keep, you know, right there in the sweet spot, you know, two to three right. shows a week, um, maybe even do a little something extra, you know? So now I've never been to Texas, but for people that haven't been, what, what's a bar in Texas that you would recommend people to go check out? It's a gigantic state. Yeah. <laughs> a very big state. A lot of those, man. Green Hall. Green Hall is awesome. I went there for uh, my birthday, got drunk and watched William Clark Green, which was just incredible. Um, uh, Chittam Street up there, the warehouse up there, uh, pretty cool place. Got a lot of live music. I'm, I'm really into the live music kind of atmosphere, bars, you know. Uh, Billy Bob's has got some cool stuff uh, going on up there by Fort Worth and, and uh, God, there's so much more. Uh, I, I mean, I can't really give you one name. Uh, there's yeah. so many. I was going to ask. So my brother just moved to Lubbock, uh, Texas two uh, well, a year and a half ago. He's a, a you know, professor at Texas tech. Is there any you know, <clears throat> cool spots over there? Man, I haven't been to Lubbock a whole lot. I just recently went out to Lubbock and Abilene. Uh, from a radio tour last week, I uh, kind of stretched myself out along that part of Texas. And uh, I don't know a whole lot about the area, but I, I tell you what, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in Lubbock too. Um, I'm trying to get out there and spend more time uh, in that area so I can figure it out myself. Yeah. We're reaching out more towards college station and stuff like that in the upcoming months. Mm-hmm. See, it's weird in Kentucky. It's a, I mean, it's not a small state, but it's not, not like Texas. I mean, I asked my brother, you know, if he's going to go to the UK game at, at uh, yeah, College Station. Uh, it was last week. He said, uh, no, it's a six or seven hour drive. Wow. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if I drove for six or seven hours, I would be on the other side of Memphis. I would almost be to Chicago. I'd be halfway between Chicago and Indianapolis. Man, I, I tell you, I've been through Kentucky myself and – uh, my wife's from Kentucky, so really, oh, yeah. that's cool. What part, yeah. Berea? Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, we know where that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some friends out in that area. Well, I got a buddy of mine that uh, I guess used to live in that area. I deployed with, but uh, yeah, we uh, and we drove uh, just I guess on the first radio tour, just from one end from Beaumont, Texas, to. Lubbock and Abilene area, it's like six or seven, eight hours almost just to get there. So, wow, it's a stretch, man. Yeah. So now speaking of the service, you in 2015, you did a five year commitment with the Marines, correct? Yes. We want to thank you right now for your service. I mean, there's not a lot of people nowadays that are willing to sacrifice that time for this country. And our hats are off to you, man. We, we really appreciate your service. I appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, it was definitely uh, an experience. Uh, I, I enjoyed it and I hated it. Uh, I can't really figure out which one more, you know. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's so what now, I've heard. <laughs> it's, a love so, hate, it's a love-hate thing. 
So now in 2020, you moved back and you decided that you were going to take this thing professional and start singing, correct? Yes. Awesome. Now, the songs that I have heard so far, which is uh, Even Texas Couldn't Hold Her, Don't Talk to Me That Way, Lost Highway, Mexican Way, and then Jordan has a favorite. Jose, can you see? I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love that song, yeah. Tonight, drink with some friends. I never dreamed. And you meet again. You taught me to do. Dreaming the more. Forgot why we split up Now I remember what for Jose, can you see By the moon your light Is pouring for you, yay Any proof through the night Friends stole my keys I never can hold my knees Jose, can you see What you've done to me? That must be a Kentucky thing. I don't know. It reminds me of like when I was a teenager. That's exactly what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah that 90s like, sound. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's got that Kevin Fowler kind of sound to it, you know. And uh, <laughs> uh, It's a cool tune, man. We, we really enjoyed doing that one a whole lot. So now, growing up as a child, what was the first song that you remember hearing that made you think, okay, I may want to do this? Oh, man, uh, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, really, anything. it was really honestly just watching my dad play live, man. All the songs he played live, you know, were just bangers in the 2000s and 90s. And yeah. when I was growing up, watching him play stuff like, Bubba shot the jukebox and it would, it would just the whole crowd would just get into it, man. Like thousands of people would, he would just start. I saw an energy in my dad. I don't see anymore today, you know, but <laughs> yeah, that, that was always a song that was just really cool to watch him do live. And it made me think, man, I want to do that. You know? Yeah. Now I, I can't uh, go too far without saying, cause my mom's listening. Her biggest crush was Mark Chestnut. <laughs> and when he come to Glasgow, Kentucky, to play the Plaza Theater. We got our tickets, and I'm telling you, man, he he put on a killer show. Man, and, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, she she was just tickled to death. So, what was the what was the one? So, Bubba shot the jukebox was a big song that stood out to you at that time, correct? Yeah. So now, who else did you listen to as you become a teenager? That's when I really started breaking into the Texas country, man. That's I kind of broke away from the '90s honky tonk stuff and really started diving into the red dirt. I was really into Randy Rogers and Wade Bowen, uh, William Clark Green, and stuff like that. And that's when I kind of found my direction. Turnpike Fruitors and, and Cross Canadian Ragweed were something that those were guys I really kind of wanted to follow. Um, and I started writing music, and I, I saw myself veering towards that, you know, that kind of that Co Wetzel kind of outlaw red dirt vibe and uh, I just fell in love with that music, man. It's very unique in its own, and and it's starting to gain popularity pretty quick. And, and I, it's really cool to see people like music like that, you know. Right. Yeah. Now, now, do you have any dates out towards us yet? 
Uh, we're working on it, man. We're, we're, we've been so far, the farthest we've got is, is, uh, Colorado and North Carolina. Uh, gotcha. we've got some stuff. We do an annual thing in Colorado every year. Um, and I do an annual thing for the veterans out in North Carolina every year. Um, and I, you know, I get to see a lot of my boys out there that I used to serve with and, and it's usually a cool time, man. Uh, but we're, we're working on stuff in that area. We're trying to get out in that area. Good deal. Well, we would we would love to hear you know get to see you live. There's a few honky tonks in uh, like Bowling Green. We're 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 about eighty miles outside of Nashville. I would say eighty yeah. ninety miles. About an hour and a half drive. It's not far. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know we we'll definitely try to uh, plug a few places that we know as well because I know I know you'd fit right in out here. And I, I can't wait to get out in that direction. I drove every time I drive through Kentucky when I used to. Man, it was always a sight like West Virginia, Kentucky, that whole area. It's like my favorite part of the drive, you know. And yeah. Just, you know, talking to just regular people. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, you people just are friendly, and I appreciate that. I've been to other parts of the world and country where people just aren't so friendly, man. And, and even down in my area, Southeast Texas, it's kind of hard to hold a conversation with somebody unless you get further out west or north, you know. Right. Yeah, that's the thing with us Kentuckians. I mean, we could talk your leg off, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a few people that doesn't yeah, shut up at all. They just keep talking. Oh. <laughs> Not naming any names here. Uh-uh. Uh, I was going to ask you, when you were in the Marines, where were you stationed at? I was stationed uh, at Camp Lejeune in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Uh, I did three deployments. Uh, I've been all over the world. Wow. Uh, but I was, my duty station was with first battalion, second Marines down there in Lejeune. Um, so I spent a lot of time in that area. Uh, I was stationed in Norfolk for a while, uh, Chesapeake, I went to California, but uh, predominantly I was out there at Lejeune, um, deployed with 22nd Marines or 22nd Mew with, uh, with, uh, the second Marine division. And we went out and got to kind of explore the Middle East and, and Africa and stuff like that. Um, so that's of- the part I would enjoy, the travel, you know, getting yeah. to see places. Yeah, but- I saw everything. I, I saw a whole bunch of places, and it was that was my favorite part about it. Yeah, that would be that would be what I would love. I love well, I mean, the way I am, I talk to everybody. It kills my wife. She hates it. Like I'll walk up to somebody that I have never even seen before in my life and I'll start talking to him. And she's just like, do you ever shut up? Like, I'm probably the person we were talking about. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with it, man. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> when you're growing up besides country, is there a you know genre or like Southern rock as well? Is there something else that you listen to? Maybe uh, grunge, hair metal, <laughs> Man, I love Puddle of Mud, Audio Slaves, stuff like uh, 90s, early 2000s kind of rock, Nirvana era. I'm really into that kind of stuff. I'm a grunge. I'm a grunge. Yeah, yeah I don't, I, and I don't care what anybody says, man. I grew up on Nickelback, Three Doors yeah. Down. <laughs> right. I don't understand people when it I comes to the Nickelback. Nickelback, man. I watched a stand-up show and and they were they were talking about what did Nickelback ever do to anybody, you know? Right. I, I agree with that music, but I was always a big fan of like Audio Slave and, and Wes Gatlin and and those kind of guys, man. And and uh, I even you know dove into some of the uh, I've always dove into the classic rock '80s and stuff like that. I mean, who doesn't? But yeah, 
uh, nothing just beats good classic Texas red dirt, in my opinion. You know. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. See, like, yeah, uh, two weeks ago we did an episode. It was about uh, what you know we listened to, you know, when we were growing up, and grunge was like one of my main things. Grunge. I listen to a lot of rap too, which is really weird in Kentucky, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I enjoyed it. I don't know. That's kind of what, you know, gave me the, I don't know, musical taste that I have now. I mean, I have my bone thugs in harmony. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you got, you got a question, Ryan? Yeah. Yes. So where did you meet your wife at? Are you, are you married? Yeah, we've been married for four years now. I met her up, uh, you know, and we, we met on my second deployment for a mutual friend of mine, uh, a guy named Sam. Uh, I went to school with her in Berea, I guess, and, and uh, we were deployed together twice, and uh, I just got to know him pretty well. And then uh, eventually, uh, you know, I met my wife through him, and we've been married since. We got a baby girl. Good deal. Congratulations. Kids Thanks. sure are some. I have – three and then jordan has two i have a three-year-old or a nine-month-old i got a ten-month-old they're squawking and squeaking right now yeah i can hear mine upstairs <laughs> yeah that that's a fun age so now where can people find anything that they want to know about you oh man most of it's on facebook uh okay wikipedia's got some stuff on me i guess yeah. uh yeah that's pretty now, weird Google it is that's got to be weird uh yeah i got stuff on my website caseychester.com okay. uh, facebook page you know same thing uh, we post all, all kinds of stuff videos uh, we try to we we got into the whole tiktok game got on instagram and stuff like that so that's uh, actually where i heard uh the first time i heard you on tiktok and i was but, like thank god somebody is going to be part of saving country music I'm telling you, I mean, your voice is yeah, yeah. hats off, man. I, I'm so, I'm so excited to see what you're going to do. Um, I just, I, I got, I got big, big hopes for you, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Do, Jordan, do you have any questions? I do. I have a few. Okay. Go for it. It wasn't really tied in what time. we were talking about. So do what? I said, if you have time, Casey, you got uh, yeah. time for a few more? Yeah, yeah, man. All, All right, right, cool. So it's just something in the news right now. I thought I would ask you, since you're you know, kind of new in it as far as getting in, you know, real big into the, the industry. Um, <clears throat> what do you think about all the people selling their catalogs? Like, you know, Travis Tritt just did it. Uh, Kenny Chesney sold, what, 80% of his. Yeah. You know, the boss, Springsteen sold his. What's your opinion of that? Oh, man, I uh, I guess they got to do what they got to do. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. It's kind of unprecedented. Like I, I don't even. I don't know. It doesn't make. Yeah. I mean, I can understand it if you needed it, but like when you hear people talk, they're like, you know, my songs are my kids. Right. Yeah. I would imagine that's what it would feel like. And I, I couldn't sell a kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's getting to the point now where there's a lot of talented artists out there that are looking for music and, and, and they, you know, sometimes you just got to throw somebody a bone, man. Hey, I think you might do this one pretty good. Here you go. You know, and, and uh, I've seen that a lot. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people do other people's songs and, and, uh, 
sometimes it ends up better, you know, uh, like Chris Stapleton did with uh, Tennessee whiskey. He just kind of took that. You'd have thought he wrote it himself, man. It's, it's yeah, right. I love both versions, but just the incredible talent and creativity that Chris Stapleton had with that song. is just something that I, you never could have thought imaginable with you know, coming out of that kind of song. And, you know, maybe there's potential out there with, with everybody else's songs. That they're, you know, that they're pitching out to these guys. That's true. You know, I, I almost went and seen him in uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. I was living in Bowling Green at the time, going to Western. And he came to the Spillway in Bowling Green, which is just a small bar. And I almost went that night, and I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kicking myself now. Yeah. But uh, let's see. So I have a request and then one last question. Yeah. Uh, my request is, if you come to Nashville or South Central Kentucky to play, Will you let me come on stage and be a backup singer for you? That'd be awesome. Well, he's reaching now. Yeah, I've got two of them, so it might, smell, it might smell a little bad, but I got another mic for you with your name on. <laughs> hey, it works. <laughs> That's my dream to get on stage, but I can't. I can't play the guitar and I can't sing. So I don't, I don't know about that. I might have to retract that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad, but no. all right. I have the last question. Do you have anything else? Uh, I'm good. We we just yeah. I'll I'll end with mine after you do that. Okay. So I want you to imagine yourself walking down an abandoned highway. There are no cars. There are no other people. You look over in the field to your right, and you see, you know, God, and you see the devil. They're standing side by side, and you have to sing a song uh, to save your soul. What song are you singing? Oh man, that is a question. That is a deep question. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's just got to be a good one, huh? Uh, it just yeah. got to be good. It doesn't have to be anything about the the you know <clears throat> words of the song. It's just got to be something that you know when you sing it, it you're going to give it everything that you have, and it's gonna it's gonna flow with emotion. Oh man. Uh, so I've I've got this song I love to do and uh it's it's there's a lot of I mean there's not a whole lot of uh you know originality behind it. A lot of people have done it, but I love empty glass and I'll play that song with my whole heart. I don't know what it is, it's just a beautiful song. Stoney LaRue took that song. Uh it's a Gary Stewart song, and man, he played the hell out of it. And I've ever since then I've I play that song at the end of all my shows and I give it every, everything I got. People love it, man. And uh, you just, when you get the chance, if you ever do get, get a Stony LaRue version of uh, empty glass and play it. Uh, I play that song all the time. Uh, there's just something about sad songs. I mean, I love all music. I'm a happy guy, but the sad songs have the most emotion in them. And I think that one right there is probably the saddest song ever written. And there's so much power behind it. So uh, definitely that one, man. If, I mean, it may, it may, you know, it may be a, a pretty, pretty depressing tune to some, but it's just a powerful, man. It's a powerful song. So I'll definitely have to check that. I haven't heard that. Have yeah, you? I don't think I have either, but right. I'll tell you what, I'm going to hear it as soon as we get off here. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it. Empty too. glass. Yeah. That it's awesome. only the ruse stone of the ruse live version of empty glass. It, man, I used to drink a beer to that song every night. Yeah. Well, we will certainly check it out. 
and we're we're certainly going to be playing your music we're going to be pushing it as much as we can and we thank you so much for your service we thank you for your talent and we thank you for your time to uh, come on the country music critic and uh talk with us and i appreciate you guys having me on it's an honor to come on this this kind of thing and do this you know like i, I really i find it so i find it so cool that you guys want to talk to me and and and, and ask me about the stuff and it's just like I feel like I'm getting somewhere, you know, I feel like yeah. we're, we're really getting up that ladder. Uh, and uh, it, it means everything in the world when you guys play our music. And, and we, we really appreciate that. Hope you guys keep on doing it. Absolutely. And come on back, you know, six months from now, you know, if you want to chat, yeah. you're always welcome. Always welcome, yeah. for sure. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we got some more music coming out, so hopefully we'll be able to talk about that down the road. I meant to ask that earlier. I was going to, I was asking, I was going to ask if you, you know, we're working on anything new. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of songwriting right now. We're in the works of getting that up in Nashville, recorded it, and, and uh, trying to put that out there too. So awesome, awesome. Well, we thank you, man, from the bottom of our heart, and we'll be a fan. And just let us know if we can do anything for you. Hey, thanks again, guys. All right, have a good thank night, you. Casey. You. Hey, you too, man. The country music critic expresses his honesty and all about the responsibility for any direct incidental special consequential for any other benefits provided out of the case of reference to the Latin song or any ability to use this podcast or the information in this podcast. All information is remaining available by the way.